Hey everyone, I hope you're having a great day today. Thank you so much for joining us once again on Solutions with Anna Donahue, but also Anna and my dear friend, my new BFF, yes, Simone Bruni. We had her on last week and we said, we're going to do two shows because yeah. she's just so full. She's not only the founder and owner of Demo Diva, an amazing startup company that is just doing incredibly well, but this woman is full on knowledge of God, loves God's creation. We're going to talk about how to hear the voice of God today. So just sit back and continue to enjoy these shows with with our special guest, Simone Bruni. Um, Simone, how, if we were to start, how would you say you really started loving God's creation? I mean, I'm talking plants, birds, trees. What drew you to that? You, Anna, I, as a child, I, um, you know what happened? I, I stepped on a bird oh. when I was like three years old. Trauma. I was so traumatized uh, yes. that I had hurt this bird. But that's my first recollection of just loving nature. But um, the Lord has used it, and he uses it, the rocks and the trees, to woo us to his love. You know, Anna, um, in the demolition business, I am in so many different spaces. Mm -hmm. I'm in homes, gardens. I'm in warehouses. I'm in businesses that have failed, that have caught fire. I walk in a lot of places, but one thing that is unique to everyone is that everyone has a garden. Mm. Every home has a space that a they space. that they can just go and find peace. But have they really found peace? Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. and I think that the love of God. Um, it's around us, but it's hard for the a hurting and dying world to really hear. Mm-hmm. I was, it was, we just celebrated Easter. Yes, we? yes. And um, I was sitting in my garden, and I woke up Easter morning, and I went outside with my coffee, and it was about six thirty, and I just sat there, and I, I know the sounds of the, the cardinal. Yes, <laughs> I know, yeah. I, I know them by sound. I know them. I can hear. A blue jay. Wow. I can distinguish a woodpecker. Well, of course, he's knocking. Yes. Um, I know the finch. The little finch is a little brown finch. His his little body is, but he has got this song Come of a um, giant bird. Come on. And I said, so Lord. you're out there. You literally can distinguish <laughs> yeah. the difference of the bird's sounds. You know, the Lord gave... He says everything. I love how he closes Psalm 50, 150. He closes out the Psalms, let everything that has breath praise the Lord. Praise him, sun and moon. Praise him, stars and and creatures of the deep, right? Mm -hmm. Um, Deep calls to deep. What are they talking about? What is that language? So um, I was just thinking, I said, Lord, you've given a voice to all creation. Mm -hmm. And and the day before, right on um, Holy Saturday, my a friend had come over. I had not seen this girl in 30 years. And she, I said, oh my God, she called. I've moved back to town. I'd love to see you. Gave her my address. We marked lunch. And the first thing she sees me, she walks in and she says, oh my gosh, you look and sound just like your mom, Simone. Uh, she calls me Simone. Simone. Anyone who calls me Simone has knew me before I was 13 and sophisticated. <laughs> And I said, oh, my goodness. And and her voice was exactly the same. And isn't it interesting how the Lord, when we hear the voice of an old friend. Yes. 
And it takes us back, that emotion that wells up. Yes. That that person knew us when. Yes. That that person, um, it invokes like a, a nostalgia. Mm-hmm. And that is the same with the voice of the Lord for those who mm-hmm. hear him mm-hmm. and know him and who walk with him. Mm-hmm. So those are the things in nature that it just woos me. Um, you know, we think about the first time we ever hear the Lord speak. Yeah. What does he say? He, says, Wait, he was walking with Adam in the garden in the cool of the day. You said that you love that. I love that. Because I yeah. picture our Lord. That's what he does now. Now that we're yeah. saved, we can re-hear that. Yeah. Walking with God in the garden. In the garden. In there's the your garden. garden. Yeah. In the cool of the day. In the cool of the day. And he says to Adam. Adam, where are you? Yeah. Oh. He says, Adam, where are you? Oh, That's the first time we hear the Lord speak out mm-hmm. to his creation. Mm-hmm. And so the gardener mm-hmm. that was in the at the beginning, mm-hmm. the Lord was walking in the cool of the day. The next time we see him, he's also in a garden, right? Yeah. Well, not the next time, but well, one of the times he's so fu- many, yeah. Yeah. What was lost in a garden yes. in in, in, in Genesis, the, in, in Genesis is you. one in a garden. I got you. Isn't that good? Yes, that's so good. There's redemption right there again. Yeah. Yes, yes. And and before we came on cameras, I loved how Simone was very privy to Mary. Jesus rises. We just had Easter. Oh, yeah. And Mary at first doesn't recognize the gardener. The gardener, right. Until what happens, Simone. So, we right. So, so yeah. Mary... It's, it's Easter morn. She runs to the tomb and she's saying, she's crying. Mm-hmm. And the gardener says to her, why are you crying, woman? Mm-hmm. And she says, where have they buried my Lord? Just give me his body. Mm-hmm. Uh, just give me his body and, and, I'll, t- and you know, I'll take it from there. Mm-hmm. And the gardener says to her, Mary. Mary. Yes. He says her name. He says her name. She doesn't recognize the very one that she had walked with for years. The very one that had taken away any shame. She knew him. She knew his face and his voice very well. The Lord's face and and body didn't change because he goes back and says, touch me. But we, Anna, can get so caught up in our grief We get blinded by our own stress and grief that we lose sight to his voice. This is powerful. Is he always speaking to us, Simone? Is he always trying to reach out? So to Mary, he opened her eyes. He opened her eyes and says, Mary, it's me. Yeah. Of course, her whole, like, can you imagine? Yeah. So now Jesus is in heaven at the right hand of the Father. Isn't he always trying to say, Simone? Yeah. Anna, I'm here, you know, you for know, that person who's out there. He is. There's so many. There, you know, we were talking about the atheist. Yes. What and you that? actually met. You Tell us about that if you don't mind. Yeah. So I, I, I have a dear friend yeah. who is was raised in England as an atheist. Mm-hmm. And we sat recently and for three hours and I said, tell me the transition. Mm-hmm. And he said, you know, there's an apostasy in, 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 in uh, Europe. I mean, we know that. We go and we visit these churches like museums. They're empty. Correct. Yeah. Correct. And so, but they won't be for long. Yeah. The Lord is the Lord is preparing his bride. There is going to be a shaking and they will be filled again. But 
he said, when he came to know the Lord, he, I said, well, what changed? And he said, honestly, it was like a dimension change. He said it was like the colors changed. Mm. And he said an atheist lives in a one dimension. But a Christian is living in a... We, oh, so the atheist became a Christian. The atheist, yes. So, okay, okay. Uh, uh, yes, so okay. he became a Christian. And he said the transition in his brain and in his eyes, he said it was like the colors became vivid, but it was, he said it was actually dimensional. Wow. Because we are always looking for, our home is not this land, right? We are sojourners. And so, uh, but at the same time, there's a love language always going on. I mean, I walk Mm -hmm. in love. I look at the tree and I think, Lord, you teased me with the tree. You created that work of art. For us, and so he, for for the atheist, and he said it was um, a rep, for him. It was the it was the changing of of how he looked at no creation no and, and the depth of life. But um, well, I love it because I'm listening to everything you're saying. So, what are we identifying here? We're identifying God's voice, as the atheist just alluded to, even in creation, the dimensions. From just black and white, living every day, not believing, to when he became a believer, three-dimensional. However dimensions you want to say, life became. He saw that there was more than just this world. You know, you know the, the atheist it actually has a very strong faith. Mm. We have to give them credit for mm. that because... Is that, I mean, all creation says there is no excuse. The mm. rocks cry out. Correct. The... The um, the stars have a tapping. Yeah, there's a there. The, everything that has breath yeah. has a sound. Yeah, I mean we just can't hear the frequency of a whale, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And so um, my heart is for us to, as Christians, to be gentle. Mm-hmm. To those who have had a hard time hearing, hard time hearing. Peter, we as Christians can offend. Yes, well, we of do. Course, of course. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. All the time. Yeah. Um, I mean, we've Peter mm-hmm. cut off the hearing, yes, right? Yes. Uh, the servant yes, of Pontius yes. Pilate affected his hearing. Huh, huh. And so um, may there be healing mm-hmm. in the way that we approach people, mm. but also may that creation mm-hmm. um, speak to them. May their, uh, their ears be flooded. As you're saying that, I, I, am yeah, I chopping please, you off? No, because please. of the scripture, we were talking off, set, uh, off camera, and I thought of the scripture that she was talking about. We're in Romans 1.20, for since the creation of the world, for since the Mm -hmm. creation of the world, Mm -hmm. God's invisible qualities, his eternal power and divine nature are where? Where? Everything she's saying. She was describing a leaf that had a certain amount of veins in the leaf. The finch who has a certain voice. His nature can be seen, clearly seen, Romans 1.20, being understood from what has been made, from what has been made, created, mm-hmm. so that people are without excuse. Without excuse. So really, what you're saying, Simone, is even creation itself is saying, I didn't just pop up on the earth and uh, look like a tree. Right. I didn't just become a finch. Someone created right. this beauty, and what Romans is saying, and what you're saying, what, yeah. the, what uh, her friend who now became was an atheist became born again Christian. 
was saying they're without excuse because all nature's crying out. It's, it's almost like you can hear nature saying, if you will, there's a God. There's no chaos. There is no chaos in nature, Anna. Mm. Even Leonardo da Vinci realized that there is a mathematical formula so if, if you actually, it's the, it's the art of the Nautilus. If you take, if you square off the Nautilus and Google this, you can see all of his um, artwork is done in a mathematical proportion. And that is, uh, Mona Lisa is done in a mathematical proportion. Venus is done in mathematical proportion. And so it's, it's called, if you Googled the art of the mean, mm-hmm. okay, it'll show you how he discovered that, there is, um, there is no even, chaos. there is no chaos. I the see. way that a leaf grows around the stem is at a, a mathematical design. Come on, come on, come on. Isn't that Who good? does that? Who does that? So there is no, there is no big bang chaos in that we suddenly were scrambling for life. So good. You know, we were talking about the tree. Yeah. Isn't there so much, yeah. there's so much. She's um, studying to be an arborist. Oh yes, I'm, I'm so excited. It's, there's so much to learn about yeah. trees. Yeah. And every time the Lord mentions a tree, every time the scriptures mention a tree, yeah. there's a deeper meaning. Mm-hmm. And we know that the fig tree is symbolic mm-hmm. of mm-hmm. Israel, mm-hmm. right? When we, um, so we were talking about the palm tree. Yeah, she loves the palm tree. I yeah. do too. After we did a retreat called Flourish, yes. we learned all about this palm tree and its stability and why we're what why God uses that as a metaphor. But you continue. You go on. With no, that, that I, I was so blessed at your retreat yeah. because you really honed in on trees mm-hmm. and the scriptures mm-hmm. and all that we can learn mm-hmm. from trees. Um, but I'm going to teach. You guys are share, not teach, but share <laughs> a, a little truth that someone had shared with me. This is a nugget that y'all will never forget. Okay. What is the difference between the palm tree and a regular tree? So a regular tree has bark. Let's consider an oak or a pine. It okay. has that beautiful bark on the outside. Okay. But right below the bark are all the nutrients flowing right up and down that tree. All the communications, all the bugs live right below that bark. So it's either going to carry nutrients up and down or that disease will happen right there. If you strip a tree of her bark, she will die. Okay. The palm tree, however, is very different. The palm tree is already stripped. There is no bark. And guess what? She is alive on the inside and dead on the outside. Come on. The tree, a regular tree, is alive on the outside and dead on the inside. Wow. And we're compared to, I'm sorry. Yes, We're go compared ahead. to the palm. Yes. Who's flourishing. So we're alive on the inside with Christ. We're, no wonder we will always flourish. Yes. And we're stripped, right? That's right. There is no, it doesn't matter what outer garment we have. Mm. He wants to know what's that living fibrous water going up and down mm. because that's what the poem is. It's tiny fibers of water. It's a, it, and so we are the water tanks of the Lord. We are his oasis. But what he can speak to us. In creation. In creation. And he can, he can meet us in our needs because so many of us have just grown dull of hearing. Mm. And we just think, speak to me directly, Lord. Where is the scripture? I, I, um, 
Goodness, I want to pray for people. Where's the scripture that says, lest you become dull of hearing? Ooh, that's good. That's so good. Yeah. So, so okay, man, here I go again. So frustrated because of time, but God's in all creation. Romans 1.20. Amen. God's speaking even through creation. Man is without excuse. How did this palm tree come to be? How did the leaf, how did the, I love that Finch story. Um, Simone's meeting an atheist who gets born again and all of a sudden sees vividly all of a sudden because Christ came inside of him and opened his eyes. Then we went from there to the voice. How do you recognize the voice of God? And uh, real quickly, before we shut down this show, you were saying how you have been to so many different groups in your journey, even with Demo Diva and the voices you hear from the greatest neighborhoods to the not so great and you can hear humanity can't you yes. sometimes Simone with some of the pain yeah um, so I right I, I mean it's interesting that demolition happens in every neighborhood there you go from Treme the ninth ward mm-hmm. I go into the wealthiest homes on St. Charles and Old Mandeville or um, Old Metairie mm-hmm. and the voice of the people is the same it's we all have the same um, you know, the sun comes to all of us, right? Yeah. Uh, Ecclesiastes says. Right. Um, so they have the same struggles. Mm-hmm. Nothing new is under the sun. Come on. There's nothing new. There is literally nothing new. There is nothing that will take God by surprise. Great. He does not waste our pain. Great. And so that means that that voice that we're crying out, whether you are wealthy, you are really struggling financially, um, he hears your voice and allow him, allow yourself to hear his. Allow yourself Ooh. to hear his. He hears your voice. He hears you. He does. Allow yourself now to hear him coming back to answer you. Mm-hmm. And that is so rich. But open your eyes though. It could be through uh, nature. Nature. I'm thinking of her sitting on the paint cans when the Colombian boys. Oh, yeah, yeah. Allow yourself to look around and say, oh, my gosh, how did you know I was going through that? Or hear God responding to you. It's just so good. So God is, God is everywhere in creation. Hear his voice. Well, now, what did we just say? Hear his voice and allow yourself to hear him respond to you. Amen. Yeah. Let everything that has breath praise him. And, mm-hmm. that, and, they, and it will. Mm-hmm. And um, if we are stuck in life, mm-hmm. you know, one cry of help. What did that man on the cross say? That's right. I mean, he was at the 11th he, hour. That was it. The 11th hour, said, 11th don't minute. Don't forget me. Don't, don't forget, forget me. me. But the other one had the same moment. They were both at the 11th mm-hmm. hour. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's a matter of our heart. Mm-hmm. Just... Give him a chance. Just cry. if you're real, mm-hmm. try God. Okay, so they're giving me a little cue on our time. Yeah, we're gonna pray for you. As you can tell, we can go on and on. That's the richness of community. Yeah, of believers being able to fellowship. We want you apart. Will you join us, Simone? Let's grab hands, if you will, and. For our listening audience and our viewing audience, Father, we're just sitting at this table. Lord, would you reach that one? It might be midnight. 
It might be two in the morning. We don't care. God, you hear them. Yes. If anything out of today's show is that you hear our voices, will you open the eyes of the listener or the viewer so that they will hear your voice? Folks, God loves you. He's got a plan for your life. Never doubt it. Tune in to last week's show. Listen to Simone's testimony. Repeat this show so you can hear us saying, God loves you. He's got a plan for your life. Invite him into your heart today. Amen. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Thank you, Anna. This is a blessing. Oh, my gosh. To talk about the Lord over coffee casually is, is, is... is truly a blessing that very few get, get to, to enjoy. Yes. Thank you. They're, they're remote Christians in caves or in Amen. countries where they can't freely talk about them. So oh this is a gosh. blessing of our nation. So thank Amen. you. Amen. Thank you, Simone. Yeah. I want her back next season. <laughs> hey, I hope you enjoyed these shows. Write to us. If you, have a, if you have something for Simone, I'll make sure she gets it. I'd love to hear from you. Yeah, she'd love to hear from you. Um, let me get just a couple announcements out. Sometimes I don't want to do announcements because it's so precious in this room. Announcements kind of like, you feel like it kind of poured cold water on it. I don't mean to do that. Uh, quickly, though, we are doing a class. If you'd like to join us, we'd love to have you online or in person, May 26th, 27th, and 28th on Leadership. Love to have you. Link is on your screen. We're meeting all through the summer, different venues. If you'd like to join us for live teachings, I'll be in there. Um, look, we prayed. Make sure you like us on Facebook. Subscribe to our YouTube channel. You'll never miss a show all summer long. Make sure you go back. Go back. And one of my best compliments uh, someone was someone said, Anna, we binge watch you. Like they get home at 10 o'clock, they just start binge watching. Good. You're getting the word of God. You're getting God. Amen. We love you. Hey, if you'd like to give, always give. Go to anadoneyministries.com. You'll keep up. We'll let you know where we are with our studio and what's happening. But in the meantime, we're closing out season two. I'll have our whole peeps come on in a second. Um, But thank you for being with us for the entire season. That's two seasons under our belt. We're very proud of it. Thanks to God. Glory to God. And uh, you've been a part. So we want to thank you for that. We will close off for now. And um, we'll let you know when season three wraps. Simone, we love you. Thank (laughs) Thank you. Thank you for having me. It's been awesome. And so for now, thank you for joining us in Solutions with Anna Donahue. Amen. Hey, everyone. Hope you're having a great day. Look, we are finishing season two of Solutions with Anna Donahue. You'll see our special guest, Simone Bruni, still on set with us. We just didn't want to let her go. And uh, I just have to give a shout out. To this amazing team, I want to honor them. I want you to honor them with me. Um, They've just been incredible. These shows take work. They show up every time. We got it going. We're ready for season three. And then we've got some great plans. But I just wanted to honor uh, Kristen and Davey and Chris and Paula and Stephanie. And um, couldn't do it without them. Could not do it without them. So I just want to say thank you, team. I love them all. I want you to see them. And um, so we'll see you next season. Thank you for all the time and the hours that you spent watching Solutions with Anna Donahue. God bless you. We love you.